And um, as I was uh, thinking about what we, what we were going to do for tonight's AYS, um, I thought about that there's several prayers in the Bible that people offer to God um, as thanksgiving. Like the whole prayer is just a song of thanks, either a song or a prayer of thanksgiving to God. And so tonight we're going to meet five characters from the Bible who took the time to thank God either verbally, in prayer, or in song. So let's go ahead and meet the first one. Hello. Hello. Greetings. Um, do you guys know what happened a long time ago? It happened many, many years ago. And it was a giant miracle, maybe involving some water, maybe some parting of water. Anyone? The Red Sea. Guys, I was there. It was incredible. Uh, we'd been waiting for days, and we thought we were stuck and trapped, and we just had nowhere else to go. And then, and then God parted the waters. It was incredible. In Exodus, you guys can read about it, actually. At the end of Exodus 14, it talks about how we had no hope, how the, the Egyptians were there, and they were, going, they were going to kill us. They were going to either kill us or take us back to Egypt, and I did not want to go back. But if you guys have ever turned the page and looked at Exodus 15, you'll see that God delivered us, and it was incredible. Have you ever been in a situation where you guys need maybe some help from God? Or maybe where you think there's, there's just nowhere else to go? I know we definitely felt that way. We thought God had been leading us. He's the one that brought us out of Egypt, and then he brought us to the sea with the Egyptians right behind us. I just, I didn't understand. I was so confused. We all were confused. We were sad, and we were heartbroken that that's it. This was going to be it. But then how things turned around the very next day, we were just so joyful and so thankful that God had brought us to freedom. I want to talk to you guys about a few lessons that we learned and that I learned personally. Um, God just taught us how to be so thankful for everything and how to trust in him and lean on him at every point in our lives. At that point when we had the Egyptians to the front of us and the sea behind us, all we could do was trust in God. And so when he delivered us, what do you think we did? We gave thanks to God. You guys can read our song that we gave thanks to in Exodus 15. I'm just going to teach you guys a few parts of that song, and then later on I'll let you guys read it alone. It starts off saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. You know, before this experience, we had been in Egypt for many, many years, and we had kind of, we knew God was the one that we should follow, but there was lots of other gods as well in Egypt, and we, we trusted him, but we just kind of didn't have that real, real trust. 
But after this, we were able to see that God really is the God of gods. And we need to give him praise for that. I'd teach you the rest of the song, but I have more things to tell you. So you guys can read it for yourselves. Um, another portion, though, in, thir in verses 13, it says, You in your mercy have led forth the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. God has redeemed us. We were freed from our slavery, and God can free you from your slavery. Doesn't that need thanks? Isn't that something that we should give thanks to God every single day? Just as um, we, we learn to give thanks, I want to teach you guys to learn to give thanks in everything. It says in Patriarchs and Prophets, yes, I learned to read that. Um, it says, Jehovah alone had brought them deliverance. So who alone? Jehovah. It wasn't us. We definitely didn't do anything at all. I can tell you that much. We didn't even know how to fight. We've been slaves the whole time. We had, we had nothing. God brought us deliverance. And to him, their hearts were turned in gratitude and faith. And we sure had a lot of gratitude. And we learned a lot about faith. Their emotion found utterance in songs of praise. Is there sometimes when you guys want to just say thank you to Jesus, and sometimes the best way to do that is just to sing? I know sometimes I like to do that, and sometimes I even sing alone. So it's nice to be able to sing together and sing to God our praises. So God had just delivered us from our worst enemy, the Egyptians. Can you imagine being enslaved for hundreds of years and just seeming like you have no way out? Is there something maybe in your life that is enslaving you? Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe you don't obey your mom and dad all the time. Or maybe you listen to some music that you shouldn't do. I don't know. But I know that Satan is always trying to enslave us. So God can always save us from our sins here. The song that we sang is not just a song for us, but that's why I want you guys to learn it, because we're going to be singing it in heaven as well. The song also points to things that you guys are going to experience soon. It says it points forward to the destruction of all the foes of righteousness and the final victory of the Israel of God. Isn't Jesus coming soon? Isn't that what you guys say? So this song is not just our song when we were delivered from the Red Sea, but it's your song when you're going to be delivered from just the sin and craziness of this world. In Psalms, King David wrote about giving glory to God's name. And it also says um, in the other prophet, Ellen White, it says, those who dwell upon God's great mercies and are not unmindful of his lesser gifts will put on the girdle of gladness and make melody in their hearts to the Lord. The daily blessings that we receive from the hand of God and above all else, the death of Jesus to bring happiness and heaven within our reach should be a theme for constant gratitude. So I think you guys, you Americans, have this holiday coming up, Thanksgiving, and you always do the 30 days, 31 days, whatever, November of thanks. But why can't it be all year? Hasn't God given you something to be thankful for every single day? It's said there that we have to be mindful of all his lesser gifts. 
just the fact that you guys have a roof over your heads or that you're free. We were not free for hundreds of years. We were just happy to be free. We didn't care that we didn't have any money and we really didn't know where were we were going or what food we were going to eat next, but we were free. And so we thanked God every day just for the little things. And so that's something I want you guys to remember. Always be thankful for the little things in your life, not just the big things, and hopefully not just one time a year, maybe two times a year with Christmas, but the whole year. And another thing I want you guys to remember is don't forget what he's done for you in the past. I think you guys might have read about our people in Exodus, and you've noticed how sometimes we forget. And I tried not to forget, but sometimes I even forgot how God had led us in the past. So don't forget how God has led you in the past, how he's blessed you, and always give him thanks. Because he is Jehovah. He is our God. So two things. Remember that we have to give thanks to God for everything in our lives. From the air we breathe, to the food we eat, to him coming and saving us from our sins and from our enemies. And two, let's not forget what he's done for us in the past. I know sometimes I did, but I'm trying not to. So thank you. Hello, everyone. You know, I always remember when Jesus came to my village one day. It was the day that turned my life completely around. My village was located between Samaria and Galilee, but I lived on the outskirts of it. Why, you might ask? Well, I had leprosy. Leprosy was a terrible disease. It, it caused numbness throughout my body, and my skin became patchy and discolored, and even nodules started to grow all over me. Of course, my community wasn't exactly favorable to leprosy, so they exiled me. And like so many other lepers, I found refuge outside the city. But fortunately for me, I was able to find a group of nine other guys, and we were able to work together and um, kind of keep each other safe. And then one day I heard news that changed my life. I heard that Jesus of Nazareth was coming towards our town. I I'd heard of Jesus before. I'd heard that he had calmed the storm with a single word and that he healed people who were possessed by demons. And I knew that Jesus was my last and only hope. So I determined that I was going to see him no matter what. So I talked to my friends, my nine other friends, and we decided to, to wait around the area where Jesus would pass through. So we waited and waited, and the sun was hot. But finally, in the distance, we saw a cluster of men coming our way. And we recognized one of them as Jesus of Nazareth, we heard descriptions of him, and we thought, this has to be him. And we cried, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us, please. He just said a simple sentence. Go, show yourselves to the priests. Honestly, it was an odd request, and anyone else would have questioned it. But we were desperate. We knew he was our last chance. So we turned. And we began walking quickly towards our village. And as I was walking, I felt this familiar tingle in my hand. And, and I looked, and my skin, it was healthy again. There were no more patches. There, there was color. 
And then the nodules were all gone from my body and my fingers. They were completely whole again. My friends and I, we, we started dancing and, and shouting with happiness. And they kept running towards the city, but I turned back. My heart was so full of gratitude. I turned back and I ran towards Jesus. And I, I threw myself at his feet and I said, Lord, thank you. Thank you. He spoke to the men around him. He said, weren't there 10 lepers who were cleansed? Where are the other nine? Only this stranger returned to give glory to God. He referenced me as a stranger because I was a Samaritan among Jews. It's hard to be picky when you're a leper. And then he looked at me and he said, arise and go your way. Your faith has made you whole. And since then, my life has completely changed. I'm now a regular member of society once again. And I seek and I strive to show the same love and compassion that Jesus showed to me. In everything, I try to give thanks, even in the bad. After all, if I hadn't had leprosy, I wouldn't have met the man who completely changed my life. In everything, big, small, good, and bad, I give thanks. And I challenge you to do it as well, because I think you'll find God like you never have before. Thanks for listening to my story. How are you? That's good, that's good. Well, I am your king, King Jehoshaphat. And I would like to tell you a story that happened to me when I was just very, very young. I was a young king and, and I was very brash and just very, I don't know, just, I just loved being king and just seeing the people go back to God and being like, wow, this is God's kingdom here on earth. But here's, here's where the rubber hits the road for my story. One day, one day, we had some issues with our neighbors to the south. And uh, they weren't very nice. They didn't really treat us well. And I was just wondering, like, like what do we do? I don't know what to do. And I was like, what? God, what do I do? And I just remember um, one, of my, um, one of my servants came up to me. And he was like, good king, good king. Our enemies are going to attack. They're going to destroy us. They're going to destroy our city. Our country is going to be gone forever. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And the only thing that I could think of was God. I was like, God, I need your help. God, I need you. And I just, I, was, I just got down on my knees and I was like, God, God, didn't you tell us that you would give us this land? Didn't you tell us that you were going to give us all of this? That you were going to be our king? That you're going to be our God? And then all of a sudden, one of my own people my own people filled with God literally just got up and he was like, good king, you're fine. You're going to be all right. God is going to be with you. You are not going to be destroyed. Your kingdom will survive. And I just had peace. Peace beyond imagination. And I remember... Oh, sorry, my, my memory is kind of foggy. Yeah, when you're old, you don't really remember many things. But I remember this as clearly as day. 
when, when my people said this, that God will fight your battle for you. You don't need to worry. I was like, really? God will fight my own battle for me? He was like, yes. All you need to do is go out and just walk. Walk to where the enemy will be, and they will all lose, and you will win. I was like, what? And so the next day, I, I scattered all the people together to me, and I told them, citizens of Judea, we must go out and see this for ourselves. And so I put them in lines, and this is what I did, because I love music. I really do. And I put the choir in front, because who doesn't want to hear the choir? I mean, that's just great. I, just, I still remember what they said. I still remember what they sung, and it was beautiful. And they sung this, and they said, praise the Lord for his mercies endures forever. Now, I can't sing, and I won't sing to you because I'm old, and you don't want to hear me sing today. But we just sang our hearts out. We sang, and we sang, and we just, we just started marching, and we marched, and we marched, and we got over the hill, and they were gone. We won. God won our battle for us, and we were so excited we just went out there and we were just like wow look at all of this this is awesome god won this battle for us and god saved us from what we seen from what we saw as doomed we thought we were doomed but god saved us and that is what i am so grateful about that is what i'm so thankful about is that god will always fight my battles for me and i do not have to worry about anything in this world anything at all so my good people of judea i just want to leave you with this before i go back because one day i won't be your king anymore someone else will take my place but i want to leave you with this always remember that whenever the enemy is surrounding you, that when you feel like the world is going to crash around you, always remember, God has won the victory for you, even before it began. Remember that. God will always be with you. He will always go before you and after you. All you need to do is sing praises to him for the rest of your lives, and he will win the victory for you. I'm Mary Magdalene, and... Jesus forgave my sins, so in Matthew 26, I went and gave him a gift of thanks and praise. In Matthew 26, it says, While Jesus was in Bethany, the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste, they asked. This perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you bothering this woman? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. When she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. In Desire of Ages, it says, Christ values acts of heartfelt courtesy. 
When anyone did him a favor with heavenly politeness, he blessed the actor. He did not refuse the simplest flower plucked by the hand of a child and offered to him in love. He accepted the offerings of children and blessed the givers, inscribing their names in the book of life. In the scriptures, Mary's anointing of Jesus is mentioned as distinguishing her from the other Marys. Acts of love and reverence for Jesus are an evidence of faith in him as the Son of God. The perfume was expensive, and I sacrificed a lot to buy it and give it as a gift of thanks to Jesus. In Desire of Ages, it also says, Christ delighted in the earnest desire of Mary to do the will of her Lord. He accepted the wealth of pure affection which his disciples did not would not understand the desire that mary had to do this service for her lord was of more value to christ than all the precious ointment in the world because it expressed her appreciation of the world's redeemer it was the love of christ that constrained her the matchless excellence of the character of christ filled her soul that ointment was a symbol of the heart of the giver it was the outward demonstration of a love fed by heavenly streams until it overflowed. I gave with love in my heart, not because I had to, but because I wanted to and because I loved Jesus. We should all give like that, with love and with thankfulness. So let's always give thanks, not just in this time of Thanksgiving, but every day for everything, for forgiveness of sins and everything God has done for us. Thank you. Well, I am David the youngest of the youngsters. So, um, since I was a child, I have this jealousy for God, the desire to follow his will, and the desire to protect his people. I fought the lion, I fought the bear, I fought the giants. And God gave me the victory. Since the beginning of my reign, I wanted to give the utmost praise to my God by building a temple worthy of his presence. This glorious task, though, was div divinely assigned to my son Solomon. I had the privilege of gathering the materials for this work. Gold, silver, iron, wood, and precious stones. The leaders of Israel and the people joined me in, a, in the outpouring of, the, of thanksgiving offerings in order to build a temple for our God. Can, how can we repay all the blessings bestowed upon us as a nation and as individuals? Please join me in giving thanks to our God for his mercies and long kindness, loving kindness shown to us. Let's go to First Chronicles 29, 10 through 14. First Chronicles 29, 10 through 14. Can you look up, look that? I want to read that together. Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. 
Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you, and of your own we have given you. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the intent of the, of the thoughts of the heart of your people, and fix their heart toward you. May God bless you. So those are just a few of the Bible characters that gave thanks in the Bible. And I encourage you to look in the Bible because there are many, many more characters that took time to praise God in prayer or song. And we were only able to do five uh, this evening, but there are many, many more. And I encourage you to look them up because they are really, really sources of encouragement in times of need. And so with that, we've come to the end of our program. So I ask that you will bow your heads as we do one final prayer. Heavenly Father, you are truly the God who deserves our praise and our thanksgiving. And I just want to say that I'm sorry that we don't always do that, Lord. We sometimes get so caught up in complaining and talking to you about our problems that we forget to thank you for all the things that you've already given us and praise you for the things that you're about to do in our lives. I ask, especially in this Thanksgiving season, that you will help us to remember all the things you've, you've done for us, that you've given us, and that you will show us how we can um, be a blessing to those around us. Th because, Lord, you have given to us so that we can give to others. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy towards us because it is new every morning. And now please be with us as we go back to our homes um, and keep us safe throughout this coming week. In your name I pray, amen. <laughs>